Alrighty, hello travelers. Welcome back to another episode of the Chatty Nights podcast with your favorite host, the Chatty Knight or Knight CJ, whatever you'd like. Today we have a bit of a fun episode, uh, just me today, but I've got this good friend of mine that's wanted me to talk about consoles versus PC. And before we get into that, just kind of a little update on life. Um, I've recently quit my job, which is something kind of uh, insane to be saying uh, <clears throat> in the terms of, of just I, I didn't think I'd be actually committing to doing it. The biggest thing, the biggest reason I did was so that I could take a little bit of a break. You know, I got the funds to take that break. And that way, you know, I could allow myself to put some more time into this and put some more time into learning on editing and all that fun stuff. And hopefully within a few weeks, we can see some more growth uh, of both me and the podcast, the YouTube, and then, you know, go from there, see what happens. So that's kind of my life right now. It, I mean, I quit my job. What the, the date that I recorded this would be the last Friday. It's now Tuesday. I kind of took the weekend to just collect myself. And then yesterday, Monday, for some reason, I just didn't want to record. I don't know why. <laughs> You know, it's just it's just one of them days. Mondays suck. But we're here today. We have our topic consoles versus PCs. Um hopefully this'll be two parts. Hopefully it'll take me an hour or so to talk about consoles, a little in depth, talk about some of the games released for them, how the games handled from my experiences. And then an hour on PCs alone. You could probably take 12 hours on PCs alone sometimes. I'm going to start with consoles. Oh, also, Spotify listeners, it'll be two parts. Uh, Spotify only allows, like, I think, I think Spotify only allows an hour and 20 minutes. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm not wrong, then I'm not wrong. But, regardless, we're going to start talking about consoles and just to kind of give the list of where consoles came from or kind of if you've never heard of what a console is or what we're talking about so back in the days around like 1980s they developed pong right pong the game where it's two lines, a ball goes back and forth, right? If you hit past the other line, you score a point. They developed that. That led into the Atari, which is just ancient technology now. In, in 1980s, actually, that's, that's 40 years now. That's a long time. I just realized that's 40 years since the 1980s. And that, that's about when... The Atari came out, if I remember right. 
So the Atari came out and it basically just looked like a bunch of garbage pixels and there's games there, infamous games like the E.T. one, uh, Star Wars were on it, stuff like that. From the Atari, we went to what I believe, I want to say next was like, oh man, what was after the Atari? I want to say that it was either the Nintendo 64, it was either the Game Boy, or the NES. No, it's definitely... It was definitely the NES, which the NES was basically the upgraded version of Atari. So we went from shitty pixels that you had to squint at and look at, like, try and find the image to full-fledged, you know, pieces of art where you could tell what was happening. Stuff like Final Fantasy, uh, Contra, I believe, came out back then. Uh, Castlevania and from the NES I think the Super NES came out next which was just that upgrade and this is all Nintendo stuff there is also the competitors like Sega, Sega Genesis um, Famicom which was basically an NES just you know I'm not going to go into every one everyone basically had the same thing going for it except for Sega having the exclusive of Sonic and maybe a couple other ones. But the biggest one that we know today that still controls the industry. I wouldn't say control, but still is just a monster in the industry is Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo also, the NES was when Super Mario Bros. came out. Which I think was like 1990s. And from the Super NES, we saw the N64, and the N64 started creating uh, 3D environments along with the idea of frame rate, so FPS. It's always been a huge thing. People always say, like, oh, better the frame rate, better the game. Frame rate basically is just the amount of pictures per second that is being displayed if you don't understand that take a picture to take a camera take a picture of something multiple times and then you know like put it in a video and you get frame rate right so right that's kind of that's kind of a bad way to explain it it's very terrible way to explain it actually but that's kind of the concept. So it's so many pictures per second, right? They say, and especially back then, and even now a little bit, they say the human eye can only see 30 frames per second. I don't know. Do I think the human eye could see like 200 frames per second? I think that might push it, but I feel like 30 might be too low. But the N64 came out, and a big thing about it was that it could push 30 frames. And it had, you know, Super Mario 64, Donkey Kong, just very revolutionized, very revolutionary for video games in general. And for Nintendo. Really at that time, after the original Super Mario came out, they're just platformers all around. And it really gave them their brand of like, you know, 
that's that's what Nintendo is is platformers and and like more kid friendly games. Meanwhile, there was kind of the start of more mature games like Mortal Kombat. I believe Mortal Kombat was out by the N64 and it kind of, you know, sparked government uh government blah 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 politicians saying we're creating criminals stuff like that that's kind of the that's where the stigma starts to set in of like gamers are just angry little boys in their closet you know they're gonna go kill people and stuff it's a terrible stigma it's not true i don't even own a closet (laughs) but that's kind of where we start to see more mature games come out because, you know, the audience is also maturing. And it's just kind of creativity being how creativity is, you know. No fairy tale just doesn't have any, you know, action in it or anything, right? So, from there, about the 2000s, we'll go to the 2000s, I believe... God, when did the original... I believe the original Xbox and the... At this point, Sony was already in the game. I believe Sony was already at the PS2 when the original Xbox released. So Microsoft was a little late to the game because there's already the PS1 or the PlayStation. And that was basically the equivalent or the competitor of either the N64, I would say the N64, or the NES. And then from there, the Xbox and the PlayStation 2 came out, and the Xbox and the PlayStation 2 really started to solidify the more mature rating games, more 3D, you know, more open-world 3D kind of stuff. Uh, I had the original Xbox... And I remember having games like Cars, uh, Scaler. I had I had a uh, what's the chainsaw? The the zombie the zombie movie with the guy with the chainsaw hand. There's a game for that. I remember that pretty well because it scared the shit out of me when I was younger. And there was a couple. A couple more I can't think of. I had a lot of Xbox games. I could, of course... I think they're behind... No, I moved them somewhere. I know I have them all somewhere, but there's just this really big push now where we didn't see, like, pixel games. It was mostly just 3D games. And then from there, I think... I might be off on my time because it doesn't feel right to say the 360, the Xbox 360 and the PS3 came out in 2005 and 6. I'm just going to fact check that one thing real quick. I didn't want to type too much. And did the. Because I know people can hear me type. When did the 360 come out? Give me a time frame. 2005. Okay, yeah, so it did come out in 2005. That is kind of crazy to think about so it came out in 2005 November 22nd and apparently the PlayStation 3 came out November 11 2006 
that explains a lot because the 360 when it first came out it was a good console it was okay right i i think if i remember right my brother and me had a first edition 360 and i don't remember what the first games for it was but it was at the point of like if we look at it back if we look back at it now we look at those games and go wow that's really aged but for their for the time and like at that time they were actually really beautiful games right they were they were like actually starting to get closer and closer to what we have today obviously with you know technology aging but it makes sense the PlayStation came out a year later because the PS3 was actually really powerful for its time right the PS3 came out and people were using them as computers in some cases and then from there from 2000 we'll go 2006 we don't see this is where I switched to PlayStation and a lot of people say that that's kind of like the uh the like if you're a good gamer that's the that's the way you go you go xbox 360 playstation 4 and that's the one i'm going to talk about mostly because that's what i have the most time on i know that the playstation 5 just came out and the xbox x i forget what it's called it's useless it doesn't matter the xbox whatever who's gonna call it refrigerator box is out but from 2006, we don't see another console until 2013. So a good five years, right? That's the math. Yeah, six years. Listen, I know <laughs> that I, both of those answers are wrong. Oh, man. I'm totally not pulling up a calculator. I, I'm a big boy. I can do this. Okay. 2006 to see the that's four that's no shit yeah, yeah, yeah okay six to ten is four ten to the seven years all right i don't have trouble with math you have trouble with math so the ps4 came out 2013 now fun fact i did record this episode beforehand it was it was a lot different it was a lot worse mostly because I thought, I don't know why I thought, that the PS4 came out in 2016. It did not. It came out in 2013. And with that mistake, that's why we're re-recording here. But it came out November 15th, 2013. And it's still relevant today. Okay, so 2013 to 2020, seven years. All right. New console just came out. It's 2021. That's eight years. I would say that right now, I, I mean, I don't know if this is proven or statistical at all, but I would say that the PS4 is still a heavily used console. I, and factors coming of like the PS5s not being available them being a little bit more spendy, stuff like that. But I still feel like even after all those issues are resolved, I still feel like the PS4 is going to be a very 
major use major used console just because when the PS4 came out we got some very big graphic upgrades okay i would say that now i believe the ps4 usually runs at 60 frames so it usually runs at like 60 probably more 30 with certain games it's hard to say and now you know games like rainbow six siege came out on it and rainbow six is just it, it it's almost as old as the console itself and it still looks just amazing right it still looks like i can go to these locations that you're going whatever you know doing whatever in so the ps4 was just kind of a powerhouse right there's obviously some issues with it with age it kind of uh gets louder and that's kind of that's contributed by the fact that a lot of people don't take apart their consoles and clean them at least once a year, which is something that you should do. And a part of the fact that the hardware in it just starts getting old. One of the, the famous thing about it is them sounding like jet engines when the fans are just trying to cool off inside. And, you know, it, it just it's just older. I know I took apart a buddy of mine's and cleaned it out and inside of it there's a heat sink which from my understanding is just it's just basically metal plates where the heat goes to so it kind of dissipates and the whole thing was covered in a carpet of dust and i kind of looked at him like do you question why your ps4 is making jet engine noises now because you know that just if you still have a console and you've never taken it apart, you should probably take it apart. It's not hard. That's one of the nice things about consoles like the PS4. It's not hard. Okay. There's a lot of tutorials out there, even if you do get stuck. But really, it's just find the screw or force the plastic apart. Right. If someone who just struggled adding the difference between 2006 2013 can do it without fucking something up you can do it right so the ps4 you know in age it gets a little bad but it still troops on right i've never had a problem with my ps4 i've had problems with my 360 my 360 doesn't even technically work right now because one of the sensors went bad in it right so i mean 2013 when that thing dropped unbeknownst to most of us hardcore gamers it, it was basically you know it is basically a monster of a console i mean if i was asked to choose one for the rest of my life even with the knowledge of future ones i'd probably still pick the ps4 okay and i think so the biggest thing about ps4 is that it has a lot of socialness to it right so when you turn on your ps4 obviously you need friends in the first place but when you turn on your ps4 you're on the home screen there's tons of tabs and just different community 
sections that you can go to and you can meet new people to play games with, right? There's that. It's super easy to friend people on there. There's no... All you got to do is click on their name, send friend request, you're done, right? So there's a really... It's really nice to have that level of social ability in there. Socialness, social ability. It's really nice to have that in there. And that's with most consoles, right? That's with all consoles, I should say. That it's easy to make friends there. It's easy to talk to people on there. And it's just, it helps. Instead of you sitting there alone, playing your little single player games all day, you can actually go out and find people to talk to and play games with. The other thing about it is that the console itself is just, it's customizable, right? At least, like, aesthetically it is. Because you can, you know, as long as you don't put anything in the way of where, like, tear points are for when you're taking apart your PS4, you can put stickers on there, and then inside the home screen you can get your own background, you can set it, you know, it's just, like... People that are listening to this that have a PC is just like, man, that's the same with PC, too. And it is, but it's just something that's nice to kind of, like, think about when, if you're, like, trying to game on a budget or something and you want to stick to console and you want to still have, like, just those customize customizable options, it's a really just nice feature. Uh, controllers, right? So, and this goes for any controller. In my opinion, it is 10 times easier to use a controller. Naturally, for anybody, okay, for anybody it's 10 times easier than a keyboard. Does that translate into being able to play games or having better skill? Not necessarily. So the controllers are super easy to use, but they also kind of hinder how you aim or how you kind of do movement sometimes which sounds weird and it's hard to explain and since i've experienced both i'll try here when i'm playing an fps we'll say call of duty when i'm playing cold war and i'm using a controller i have my right joystick right when i go to aim instead of me taking a mouse and moving it to where I want to shoot, right? Because with the mouse, I can just move it and it'll go into the position of wherever I move it. Instead of just being able to move it exactly, I have to basically push the joystick in that direction and then time it to where I want to be, right? For me, I don't know if other people experience it, but for me, that trips me up, especially when I go back and forth, because I like being able to pinpoint, and then I also like kind of, I would call it, we'll we'll call it drifting, we'll call it aim drifting. I like aim drifting too, because even though I can't be as pinpoint, it's just easier on the hands and the fingers. Now, if that made sense to you, you can see where the issue is, right? If I have to take a second to basically move this stick, move it over, get it to the point where I want it, right? 
then obviously I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage. But since the controller is so easy to use, now I can just, I can adjust to the situation. You know, the movement, you figure it out, right? So like, if, if you took me and you took footage of me playing on controller versus PC, you would see the complete difference of how like I have to play. So on controller, most of the time when I'm aiming or getting into confrontations on like Cold War and stuff, I usually back up on controller instead of, you know, like trying to go left or right because it's easier with just the way aiming and everything is, right? So that uh, it's something that I've been asked about, you know, if I'm in a firefight instead of, you know, pushing for cover ahead of me or something i'll just walk backwards and then as i'm going backwards kind of like dip in and out of where i'm going to you know dip around the corner when people can be like well why didn't you just go forwards and it's like well you know i it just didn't seem like it would work out but when i'm in console or not when i'm in console when i'm on the pc i'm just uh i'm just push 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 because of the way I can control the aiming, you know, I'm more confident. So I don't just, you know, go and hide. I'm just like straightforward. If that makes sense, right? Some people may be listening at this point going, what the fuck? You just use the controller, you know, you just use it. <laughs> Another thing about the controller is that the buttons and the triggers and the bumpers, right? Usually most people, I would imagine, they standard play with two fingers on the bumpers, two fingers on the triggers, which is nice, but they kind of hinder themselves because if you go, if you're aiming and you want to go prone or something, you got to take your hand off of that, that aim. You got to take your hand off the stick, which is bad because then you got to put it back on. Well, if, you know, most of the sticks are pretty touchy, so now if you're rushing, you get the point. What's nice is that the controller is so accessible that what I do, they call it the claw. I never knew it was called the claw, but it's claw grip where I take, so you have your two fingers on the left and left and left trigger, and then you have your trigger right finger on, and then you take and you make a claw with your uh, right bumper, right? So now instead of hindering your movement, such as crouching and stuff, you're just hindering your tactical. And I like that. You know, I learned doing that from Dark Souls so I could dodge roll and aim the camera at the same time. I didn't learn that for competitive Call of Duty. No, I learned that for Dark Souls. And then I take it into every game, and it just helps a lot more, right? And there's no, like, there's no little tricks like that on PC. There's no different grips or styles that I can do to gain an advantage. That's why controllers are really nice in that sense because I can learn how to use it in different ways that maybe people don't know about. And it lets me, you know, do crouch spamming, stuff like that, which overall just improves your game. Speaking of games, PlayStation 4 had some heavy hitters okay sony itself 
just during the PlayStation's time, really hit hard on everything, in my opinion, right? You know, Microsoft exclusives, they were okay. I got a, a Gears of War. Gears of War 5 was some of them. I got to think of the other one. And by think, I'm going to look it up because I don't don't want to forget them. I know, like, Fable, Fable, like, the shitty Fables came out around the same time as the PS4. Uh... God, what are there? Oh, racing games. I know they have racing games. Oh, Sea of Thieves. I didn't know that. Sea of Thieves is an Xbox exclusive. So, I mean, if you're, I guess if you're a Halo fan, then you're probably screaming right now. You're like, what? Microsoft has all the good exclusives. But come on, really? In my opinion, if your exclusives three of them just on this list that i'm looking at three of them is just halo and that that's understandable it's like halo is a good game but you know it's not it's not the game that makes me go yeah i want to buy an xbox right but ps4 ps4 some old exclusives and that did make a return for the ps4 sly cooper right Jack and Daxter, okay? Those are for the old heads. New heads? God of War, or Dad of War, if you'd like. Dad of War. Uh, me trying to explain exclusives and not remembering exclusives. God, what a shitter I am. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> of course, as soon as I say one, I forget the rest of them. Whoa, ah, ah, ah. God of War. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gamer boys are mad. I can't even defend my own exclusives. Didn't totally just type it in. Uncharted. Thank God. I never played Uncharted. That's why. I swear. I swear. Uncharted. Last of Us. Last of Us first one amazing i hear the second one's not as good uh we also have racing games gran turismo that's something that i didn't realize street fighter 5 didn't know that was exclusive infamous thank you website tearaway i don't know much about it ratchet and clank how can i not remember that uncharted shadow of the colossus the remake did come out on ps4 is just as beautiful as when it came out on PS2. So, I mean, already those are some big, heavy hitter games. And I know there's a lot more out there. And I'm just dumb and can't remember them for some reason. There's some that I actually like too. And it's like, oh, they just, they just vanished from my mind. And I'm trying to think of them again now and I just cannot remember them. Oh my lord. I'm pretty sure I've played them, too. Uh, anyways, Uncharted is a huge franchise. Is Just Cause an exclusive? Just Cause is a good game, too. That's a, that's a really good game. Last of Us, right? God of War itself. Assassin's Creed. Oh, my God. I don't think that's an exclusive anymore. But it... I mean... When you talk about Assassin's Creed... 
especially for the older ones, you definitely think PlayStation. Like I said, now I believe the other ones are on both consoles, but you still kind of think you still kind of think PlayStation. But I, I I talk about the games because you know you can have a console and everything, but the console doesn't mean shit if you don't got the games to back it up, right? And the exclusives, like I said, The Last of Us. You could give me that game alone with its story and its gameplay and I would always buy the PlayStation 4, right? I have played The Last of Us. I've played it probably three times now. Loved it every time, right? And it just gives me a lot of good memories. I guess not good memories, but sad memories. Spoilers, right? The other thing is... Since we had, we talked about that, that social capability, the multiplayer games on PlayStation just hit different, right? There's always the memes talking about, you know, party chats at one in the morning, stuff like that. It's true. If you've never been in that situation, it just feels different and, it, and it's more fun. It's funny. It gives you something to laugh about the next day. You know, terrible things are said in them. One day we'll be all held in court and we'll all be executed. But they did hit different, you know. And playing games like GTA, Rainbow Six, made it all the better, okay. There. So here's an embarrassing fact. Is that. Oh, God. Is that one year, one year me and my friend group grinded Rainbow Six. I'm talking played every single day. At this point, we were in school. At the end of the year, PlayStation does a recap, which is nice. At the end of the year, (laughs) I had almost 400 hours on Rainbow Six itself. And all 400 of those hours were completely 100% worth it for me just because of how fun those hours were, right? GTA, I would say we've probably put 150 on it, me personally. I know my other friends have put a lot more on there, but it, it just, I don't feel like if I didn't have the PlayStation if I had like a PC or something, I wouldn't have gotten that much excitement and joy out of the games I was playing, right? The PlayStation just made it easy to have fun, okay? And, and I think that kind of, that kind of like, that's the, this is the point where it's like, okay, there's obviously some bad things. And just kind of like a recap of the of some of the bad things I've talked about. The PlayStation itself getting older, overheating, sounding like a jet engine. Uh, just, I guess another bad thing I haven't brought up is that, unfortunately, and this is all for all consoles, not just PlayStation. Unfortunately, in today's world, consoles require you 
to pay them so much a month to be able to play online, right? Anybody that doesn't live under a rock knows that. So back in the day with the PS3, you used to not have to. And that was kind of, oh, geez. And that was kind of like the trade-off. Like if you're an Xbox player, you have to pay online and I guess you have the Fallout series back then and oh Fallout was never exclusive. So I, I, I don't know why <laughs> I guess I don't know why you went with the three sixty, honestly. You had to pay money just to play online. <laughs> Duh. The PS three, you didn't have to pay money. But then when the PS four came out, they were like, I guess we wanna make more money, you know. Gotta get that capital gains. So that that kind of sucks, but at the same time, it's like sixty bucks a year for a full year. Oh well, you know. If you're a younger person, you know that doesn't have a job or access to that kind of money, you know, work your way up to it. You get a year to work your way up to it again, kind of deal. Another kind of, I guess it's really not a bad thing because it affects all PC and consoles, is that AAA games are just expensive. I don't know if they've always been that expensive. I wonder... Let me look up a AAA game from... From... Uh, let's go... What do you guys think? Oh, haha, you can't answer me. Let's go with 2010. Oh, you know what? Let's go with... Fallout New Vegas. What did Fallout New Vegas crawl out to the fallout with me? Why does this not give me the cost? Where is the cost? Oh my god, cancel me. I'm terrible. Why is this wiki... I typed in what the cost was. Retail? Retail price. I don't think it was 60. I don't, I don't want to say it was 60. I want to say it was like 30. 5 million, 12 million, what? Ultimate edition... I why why is the internet useless? Right now new the ultimate edition is is that 20 20 bucks right now? I'm so confused. Or is this 2010? Ah. Ah. Okay. Well, even after using research and typing, tip typing. I have not. What? Okay, I'm done with that. It's giving me nothing. I want to say when, when it came out, my little brain, I'm pretty sure it came out at either thirty or forty dollars, right? Now all AAA games come out at sixty, and that's for PC too. Like you know, it is what it is. 
there's one thing though is that consoles don't really have as many sales as PC does, right? With Steam being the major uh, market on PC for your games, Steam has a sale like at least once a week. It, you know, it might not be on the AAA games, and it might not be like thirty dollars off, but there's always like an incentive to try and buy them because it's like ten, ten percent, five percent, whatever. Always a sale going on. Hell, I could pull it up now and tell you that there is a sale. In fact, I pulled it up yesterday. There is a sale going on. Right? So there's always... That says $10. It didn't come out at $10. Sorry. Get this tab out of my face. So that that's kind of like just a downside. But I guess that's also kind of inflation. I mean, more work goes into games now, so it's almost worth the $60. Some of them aren't. Some of them aren't, I'll tell you that. More cons about the PS4. I had some more here. I'm thinking. Oh, man. Oh, this is... The exclusives are coming back to haunt me. I had one at the top of my mind, and then I'm like, yep, this one's next. Um... I can tell you now that the consoles, Jesus Lord, oh heaven above, yawn. I can tell you now that the consoles will always be behind, which kind of sucks. Right now, if we look at the PS5, I would say that, God, what's the time frame? So the latest graphics card for a PC is a 3090. And I'd say the PS5 is probably equivalent, now that it has ray tracing, it's probably equivalent to something like a 2060, right? Which is like a few days difference? I'll talk about that when I talk about PCs, but they're always going to be behind, and the games are always going to be graphically and frame-wise limited, and I don't know if this is for the PS5, but you're act like even when you wire connect your PS4 to the internet, the PS4 is still only limited to so much uh, download per second, right? So you could have uh, fiber optics, and you could have. 900 down but your ps4 is capped at i i've been told it's capped at 60 megabytes per second it might be capped a little bit higher it might be capped at like 120 but it is truly capped right and it'll always be capped there's no way to change that and i've i know that it i've seen it before right like a friend of mine has fiber optics and he can have 900 down which is insanely fast but his PS4 will still take you know let's say it's let's say it's GTA his PS4 yes he'll be running at full cab you know the 120 let's say he'll be running full but it'll only take like maybe half the time that it would for me. So like my GTA downloads in six, six hours, his downloads in three, 
if it was that full 900 down, it would download in like 30 minutes. So it's just kind of, I don't know why it's capped or why maybe just the hardware inside of it can't handle things like that. It can't process it. So it would, it would mess something up in the process of downloading it. But a PC isn't capped at all. If you run a wire to it, it'll run what you run for internet. So if you're running 900 down, you're getting 900 down. And anything loads within a half a second. If you're running 100 down, you're running 100 down. So that kind of holds it back, right? And that it's problematic because like I said, if I buy a PS4 and I want to play GTA, I can't just come home and start playing GTA, right? You know, in my case, I'm waiting six, seven hours before I can even think about starting it. And GTA is a bad example because GTA has so, so many updates and downloads that if... I swear to if you tried to install GTA on, like, the oldest PS4 possible, I'm pretty sure it would blow up. Like, that's just how confident I am because of how much it needs to download just to be able to play it. And, like I said, who... Oh, gosh. Gosh, darn, ding-a-dong. Who wants to get home with their $60 game which GTA 5 now is probably like 30, whatever. Regardless, who wants to get home with their $60 game, sit down, plop it in, and then wait seven to six hours just to play the damn thing, right? Meanwhile, on PC, I got that wired connection. I'm running full. I go to the Steam shop. Bam. Start downloading. Maybe, let's say, a max of like an hour and 30 minutes. I'm already playing, right? And some of the launchers, some of the launchers, like I know Origins, Origins does it, to where when you buy the game and you start downloading it, it'll prioritize certain assets, download those first so that you can actually start playing the game. It'll be hindered, and it'll be majorly hindered, I know this because I did it with Apex, but you're able to still play the game, right? So I think it, it just, like, like it downloads, like, the internals of the game and then worries about the graphics later, which is nice, you know. PlayStation doesn't do that. It does, like, the halfway point of where you can start the game, but that doesn't mean you can play it. Most of the, most of the time when you do that, you can, like, play a demo, which is not what you want to do, <laughs> you know. Like, why... Why bother playing the demo and, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I spaced out. Anyways, so you can go to the halfway point, look at the title screen, and then that's it. I know for, like, Titanfall 2, don't ask why I know this specifically, for Titanfall 2, when you get to that halfway point, the only thing you can do is play the gauntlet, which can last 17 seconds. If you're really fast at the gauntlet. If you're slow at the gauntlet, I guess it can last 40 seconds. Anybody that knows what I'm talking about, 
or knows the exact thing I'm saying, like who recently re-downloaded Titanfall or just had that experience, you're a real one. Let me tell you, you're a real OG, okay? I love Titanfall 2. I love it. But, like, that that's, like, a downside, right? Is that, like, I am I get home, plot Titanfall 2 in, I can play it for 40 seconds, and then i got to wait three hours to play the game. It sucks. And it, it's just kind of one of those things, you know? But, in all, even with the PS4 having its negatives, if I were to, like, rate it out of 10 it definitely get, like, a 9 rating, right? I, let's go down a little bit. it get, like, an 8.5. There's one There's one more. Actually, it, it'd go to an 8, right? Because there's one more thing that's kind of a negative. In multiplayer games, when you're not with friends and you're talking to the randoms, because of the accessibility of a PS4... You know, oh, I didn't even talk about price. I got a little bit of time. Okay, let let's 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 get some uh, preference in here. Preference. Uh, what's the word? Not that one. Ignoring it. Uh, so the cost of the PS4 when it came out was around like four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars is reasonably. It's expensive, but at the same time, it's cheap compared to what a PC would be at that time. When you're still pushing like 800, 1,000, and I'll get into that more when I start talking about PCs, it's relatively cheap. For a poor family, it's really expensive, but it's still something a lot more doable than a PC. With that, you get kids like me, and gosh darn it. You get younger kids the ability to get a PS4. So now when I go into game chat and I'm talking, there is a heavy chance that I'm talking to a child. At my state being 20, they are now children to me, right? Like, there's just a heavy chance of me talking to some 12 year old 10 year old you know and it's not like i'm uncomfortable with talking to younger children it's the fact that usually those younger children are just little demonic pieces of wonderful satan spawn okay i won't insult children what you thought i was gonna call them little shits huh how dare you i mean like it's a downside, okay? When I'm playing a game and I'm having fun, it's not fun to have a 12-year-old screaming at you or yelling at you like, oh, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Like, all right, let's calm down, okay? All right. The other thing is that for some reason, I don't know if it's just how their brains are wired or how their attention span is more one-track. They are just... If you ever give a little kid a controller, it's like giving a pro league COD player. It's like watching a pro league COD player. Like, they just, for some reason, are insane. And that doesn't apply to all of them. But it it applies to a lot of them. And you see that. Alright? 
I was just playing Valorant earlier on the PC, obviously, which there's still, like, don't get me wrong, there's still obviously, like, the 12-year-olds and stuff on PC. Not as often. I was playing Valorant earlier, and this 12-year-old, an actual 12-year-old, dropped a 30 bomb in Valorant. Okay? For those who know what Valorant are, it's like CSGO. It's a 5v5 tactical shooter. Uh, and guns behave differently. You don't, like, like gun sprays as when, like, recoil and stuff. It's all weird. You gotta get used to it. It's a lot harder. This kid dropped 30 bombs. Usually in games, I can maybe drop 15. Okay? And I'm 20. Right? So kids are just kind of wired to be insane. And then as you get older, you get worse. I don't know why. Some people just get better, obviously. Some people just get better. So that's kind of a con. You know, it, it just kind of sucks when you're 20 and having to play with, like, 12-year-olds and stuff. Because even if they weren't little Satan spawns, you know, it's just not... There's not a lot of conversation to be had, and it just kind of gets weird after a while, and, you know, you're not really making friends. If you're 20 and making friends with 12-year-olds, you, you, it's called a problem, right? I mean, like I said, it, it PS4 isn't dominated by them. Like, not every match there's going to be a 12-year-old, but there's definitely a fair increase of them. Because of the accessibility of it. Meanwhile on PC. It doesn't really feel that way. It feels like I'm talking to people more my age. Because of the issue of money. When it comes to PCs. So as a whole. That like I said. That kind of puts the PlayStation at like an 8 out of 10 for me. Right. The PS4 consoles. In a whole. If we. Put them all together, handhelds, consoles, PCs. Consoles are like at an 8 out of 10 for me. Because of just, they're accessible, they're fun, they have little downsides. And they're a little bit slower, but they'll always have a special place in my heart, right? And if you're wondering, you know, if you're on the edge of like, do I get a console or do I get a PC? Take that kind of rating into consideration and take what I said into consideration. You know, if you want to save money, go with a console, right? If you want to have the opportunity to get yourself into different communities that are specific to the games you're playing and specific to the console you're playing get a ps4 or get a console i should say but we haven't talked about pc yet so there's that other flip side so this is where i'm going to cut it for the console section uh just for the spotify users i'm just going to keep it two parts uh youtube obviously it's all going to be one big part but this is where i'm going to cut it for the spotify listeners if you want to hear the other half of PC and make your decision off of that and just kind of learn 
make sure to stay tuned. It should be out relatively shortly after this first part. Okay? And if you want to see more content, make sure to check out the YouTube channel, The Chatty Night. Make sure to check out the Discord, which is in one of the links to the YouTube. I was going to say, which is the Discord, obviously, but you can't access it like that. Check out the Twitter. Check out the Instagram, at NightCJ64. That's if you want more content. If you don't, hopefully you still liked what you listened to. And hopefully you still have a good day. Catch you guys in part two. Bye.